All right, welcome to Kiwi Skin Stories, where neighbors meet neighbors. Today we have Viviana Franchi. She's a Kiwi Skin realtor, a top producer at Berkshire Hathaway, EW Realty. It's pretty cool to have Viviana on the show because she was my first episode ever. It was I uh, I reached out to my to my tia, as we say in in, in Peru, and I was like, hey tia, you know we need I, I'm launching my show and I need someone to be the first one. I need to start somewhere. And she agreed. And I went over to her house and recorded directly on the computer, just audio. But, um, and we had a great, great conversation. So it's great to have you on the show. How are you? Oh, I'm super happy to be here and to learn how much you have grown. All these mics, you know, and uh, now we have video, which we didn't have before. I don't know if that's good or bad, but at least <laughs> you are growing. And I have seen it firsthand, especially on all the podcasts that talk so much about uh, the life of our beautiful island. Uh, you know, I have been here for many, many years. I came here in 1991, and this paradise that I call home um, is precious, like it is for many, many of us. So I'm super happy to be here, Ali. So we have a icebreaker kind of question here on the show. What is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? From a dear person that I learned so much about um, when I was in the corporate world, I was overwhelmed in my little cubicle, you know, doing two million things at the same time. And he got in and, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm doing too many things. And he said, one thing at the time. I think that was the best advice that I had. One thing at a time. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to look at the big picture, but that you're going to concentrate with, on what you are doing to go to the next step. And that's, that has been my approach since a long time when I heard that amazing uh, piece of advice. And it was, I think it was in the 80s where I got it. And, uh, I don't forget. I always, I always apply that. I like that. I like that. And it makes sense too, you know, because a lot of people try to do too many things at the same time. And, you know, when you do too many things at the same time, you don't have a lot of progress in anything. Yeah. I mean, you, you do have a, a lot of things in your plate and that's not necessarily bad, but when you're going to make something move from one stage to the other is better to concentrate on that rather than on the other things that you will be able to concentrate once that task, let's put it like that, a task is completed. And that's how I, um, that's how I manage so far. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning. You, you mentioned that you got to the key around 1991. How how does that story go? How did you make it to the key? I made it to the key because I was lucky enough to have uh, my parents choose this as their uh, second home vacation destination. Um, so I flew from Texas, just had graduated from uh, Texas Tech. I had an MBA. I came here and I was lucky enough to have my three siblings here studying and my parents coming very often to, to see us. 
until everybody made uh, out of this key their home. The only person that went back to Peru once he graduated was my uh, brother, Pedro, and another graduate from University of Miami. And, um, but uh, Luisa, my sister, uh, Rosa Maria had graduated already from um, a university in California. Um, but we all stayed and we all work and uh, are, are happy, are very happy here. You also have your mom here. My mom. And my daddy, my daddy used to live here for many, many years until, you know, we lost him. But um, he was also a Key Biscayner who became an American and was very proud to vote every time. So one of the things that I know about Viviana is that she's very active in the community. I mean, like I grew up in her house because her son, Andrew, is one of my best friends. So I would go often to her house and to hang out with Andrew. And uh, she would always be working. You know, she's been in real estate like since forever. And and she's been in the she's very active in the community, too. So tell us a little bit about that. How is how is your how do you see our community, I guess, here in the key? Well, changing, changing dramatically. When I got in, there were no lights in Crandon Boulevard. And it has been a while since we haven't had that. So um, the key has changed tremendously. Many good things come with change. Um, some others don't. Um, but it's still a very pleasant place to live and to work. That is why. One of my main themes um, as a realtor is to say, you know, buying local is, is best. And of course, you buy from your usual suppliers on the key that we all know, care, and even love. And uh, I always try to portray myself as, yeah, I'm giving a service also, and, and I'm local. So that's the concept that I have been incorporating from, you know, the experience that I have had that you have to humanize your occupation. You need to realize that we are giving service to people and that one has to portray oneself as um, willing and able to serve. So there are various ways to serve at some point with your mom which is amazing. Um, we were very involved in the Emeas retreats. Um, I was also a, a catechist for many years, and uh, I was on the third grade. So I loved to prepare or help prepare for First Communion. The stages have to evolve, and... Uh, I am applying most of the concepts of service by means of giving the best I can to the people um, I work for. And the people I work for, most of them, are in this community. So yeah, I love it. And I am very grateful for that. What would you say is a perfect weekend for you and, and your family? Well, we get together very often. Usually Friday nights is our night. And it's like mom and my siblings and my 
niece and nephew. And when Andrew's here, you know how my my face lights them up. Yeah. But then it becomes really interesting when you show up at the house <laughs> because you have cooked for us several times and you do a very good job. So it's basically about family. And then Saturdays, like I love to walk on the beach in the morning. And, you know, I have a pajarito. I have a, I have a little bird. It's a new, it's a new, wait, 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 the, the bird is a new addition to the family. It's a new addition to the it family. Is, and have we finally defined, do we know if it's a he or It's a her? he. It's a he. It's definitely and a he. And the name, the name <laughs> of the, of, of your pajarito <laughs> of the bird is? Sunshine. Sunshine. He's sunshine. my sunshine. And you, you're not going to believe this, Ali. I bought a backpack so that I can transport him wherever I go, because sometimes I leave him alone do long hours when I work. I don't take him to work. I can't do that. I wouldn't do that. But for example, this morning, I took him in this bag that it has, it's, it's trans transparent, you know? You put him in and you put it in, in your back. It's a backpack. And you, I took him to the beach and the guy was happy. He was super happy. I have serious, I have serious that bag. Yes. That, bag. that backpack was was you know one of those things that you look online endlessly until I found the perfect transport, and he he enjoys it. So I I can I can take him places you know safe because it's a lovebird. It's a little one. He can't he can't fly, right? Well, I let him loose in the house. Most of the time when I'm in the house, he's not in his uh, little cage, which is not very little. It's like a big hotel. <laughs> it's pretty big. But when I'm home, he's out and about inside the house. It's only when I put him in the, uh, in the cage is when I, when I actually uh, leave for work. But then today I took him and yesterday I took him somewhere else. And it's it's great. It's great because he's happy. He's happy. He's very curious. You know, birds are so smart. The other day I was talking to a friend and she was telling me, you have to get a dog. And I'm like, you don't understand how smart these pets are and how loving they could be. Well, that's another thing that lightens my life, my sunshine. I like it. Sun sunshine is very cute. It's very cute. So... I, we, at the beginning of the show, no, I introduced you as a top producer, as a, as one of the top producers here at Berkshire Hathaway. And I have to say first, you know, I'm, it's, it's very cool to see because when you first started, you were not with them. And I, again, I've known you for such a long time and, and you have grown so much, you know, from, from when I, when we first met in our life, because my mom is very good friends with you. You know, and I think my grandmother also knows your mom. Oh my mom God, I love your grandmother. The beginning of time. <laughs> oh, so I I met your grandfather. You know who passed a long time ago. So we we've come from a while back. Yeah, yeah. It is very nice to see your growth. So now you are a top producer. You know, at one of, I guess, what must be one of the top you know real estate uh, companies in the in the country. So how does it feel? The first thing I can tell you, I feel thankful because you don't do it by yourself. You know, you do put a lot of effort, but it's basically the response that you get back from the people that trust you that make it possible. There is no other way to do it. 
you can be as proficient as you possibly can, but if you don't get the re the response that you need, then nothing is nothing works. So I have been very fortunate. I love working with everybody at the office. Everybody is extremely nice and competent. And it has been a pleasure. A great ride. Hope to stay like that for a long time. Growing, I mean. How long have you? Hopefully, I'm sure. I mean, with your energy and the amount of time and effort you put into your work, I'm sure you will. How long have you been with them? Since June of 2020. Think about doing, making a move of changing from one real estate company to the other, basically in the middle of the pandemic. But it was something that I couldn't, I couldn't not do. And it was hard because I loved my former broker and I treasure him as a great friend to this days. But uh, it was a career move, something that you just have to do. I have been very, very, very blessed. I don't think um, there is a better spot for me than, than being there. So I just want to take a short break here on the show to thank Juan Van Hartz for lending me his space here at 3G Tutoring. They're great. They do a lot of services like college prep and tutoring, math, science, history for everybody. Everybody. So um, thank you. Thank you, Juan, for lending me your space. So jumping back on your real estate um, work, what is one of your favorite parts of what you do? I like it. I just like it. I, I love to negotiate. Uh, I love to get from point A to point B, um, not necessarily easy because it's not, this is not an easy business. I, um, I come from corporate, like I did in the, uh, told you uh, earlier, and um, this has been one of the hardest jobs I have ever done because there are so many things that need to meet at one point point, which is a closing table. And uh, most of those you may not control. So you have to, you have to try to be very adaptable and very organized. And um, I think my engineering background has helped me tremendously. To, I'm going to tell you this because I have, I have um, a degree in industrial engineering and it's all about processes, you know, and, and, and everything has to go from one place to the other and you have to structure it that way. And, and this is embedded in my academic background. So it has been incredibly important for me to be able to have that background and to apply it in addition to the most important thing that you have to apply in real estate, which is understand that you're dealing with people. And that you have to be a counselor to them. It is a high-ticketed item. It's not easy to make a decision. You need to help. And you need to be honest. And you need to be trustworthy. And you need to be knowledgeable. But you also be, need to be, you know, structured in the sense that you know the process is fairly, fairly well. Most importantly, very optimistic very optimistic. You really need to understand that this is a business that can change from one hour to the other. And you have to always be present, understanding 
what is the next opportunity in spite of the change? And uh, I think that was proven in pandemic, you know? I was about to say, it, like, uh, your words are true because I guess, no, I guess nobody was expecting the growth in this area in the key in Miami after the pandemic, right? Pandemic. During the pandemic, I mean, what did we do? Well, we sold houses virtually. It was incredible. Of course, it helps tremendously to have the city that we are in. I mean, this is an amazing product. And within that amazing product, which is Miami, we have this incredible paradise, which is Kibiskein. So, I mean, speaking about product, if you talk about engineering, you say, oh my God, I have the best product in the, in the world to, to just uh, sell. And this is exciting. So you share with us some of your favorite part about your, your industry. What are some of the challenges that you face? Well, you need to be very flexible because the market is in, in constant change and you have to adapt. And in addition to adapt, you always have to be positive. I think that's the main challenge. Um, I see um, some early um, realtors that come into the market with very high expectations and they get frustrated because they don't land their first sale until whenever. And, and this, is, this is a business of patience. This is a business, that's why I say it and I reiterate it, is a business of people with people. So for you to be able to aspire to basically get the trust of somebody to conduct with them the process of buying or selling a highly ticketed item, especially in, in, our, in our city and more so in our community, it, it, it requires time. So I think that is the main challenge of uh, all realtors getting onto the market. So, you know, where, I, where it, uh, for me is, you know, just keep trying, keep being out there and, and keep showing up. It's so important to just show up, keep the good relationships. Um, people buy from people that they know, and that is important. And that sometimes is not necessarily something that uh, we have at the forefront until we learn it. And that's... Uh, I think that was one of my main um, lessons when I started way back then. <laughs> it makes sense. It's like the long game, right? People, like you said, people need to trust you. They're buying their home. It takes it takes time to make the decision to find that perfect space that works for them. Yeah, or they're buying an investment property and it's the same thing. Oh, yeah, but it's an investment property. I'm not going to be... Um, but I'm, I'm not going to be living there. You know, we can have this and that. No, I mean, it's, to be honest with you, how I see it, everything that we buy in real estate is an investment because it has the length of being something extremely important for you that when you resale, it would have been an investment, good or bad. So patience, be out there. Um, 
experience the challenges in a positive way and be very adaptable and try to do your very, very best like in everything else. So let's talk a little bit about Andrew. Oh, that's my favorite subject. Your son, son. <laughs> my best <laughs> friend. So he's in New York right now. He's been in New York for a while since he graduated, right? He works at Deloitte, you know, and he comes to visit frequently. He's been visiting frequently more now than ever before. And I remember you and I would talk on the sidelines saying that, you know, we're happy that he's been coming down more often these couple of years. So, Well, I just want to tell you, he's my, my only son. Um, he's always been a blessing to have around. And uh, it was very challenging. That was very challenging to not have him around as many times as I wish I would have had him when he started his um, his uh, degree in 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 Babson um, Babson College a long time ago, and you know he left the same year in which my daddy passed away. So uh, you know, I think those are my two most impressive men figures I have had in my life and not having him permanently here with me and, and knowing that I will have my daddy in my heart always, but not of his physical presence either, where was, was a very, very, very challenging. But um, we are a very neat, tight family. You know us. Um, and I think Andrew likes that. And uh, he comes much as he can, I hope, let me put it this way, I hope that eventually he will, he'll, he will come and make uh, of somewhere in Miami his, his home permanently. I think so. You know, it's, we, we, talk, we talk regularly and he has that, he has that I think, in, 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 the, in, the, in his sights. You know, as, as goals, I think it's coming back and, and being close to family. He, he really values that and he loves having the family around. In New York, you know, he, he's, he's got his network, but it's not the same. No, it's not the same. I mean, he loves his, his cousins. Uh, his cousins adore him. Even um, her his cousin from who now is is in in the Netherlands, you know, they have a great relationship. I mean, it's it's a very close family, and uh, and we want to keep it that way. And we have been able to keep it this way, in spite of the fact that he has been um, not living in Miami since when twenty twenty ten. So it's twenty twenty three. Look at that. Maybe 2024 will be the year. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're setting it in stone here on the, on the show. So we've got a, the universe is listening. Yes, I hope so. I really do. But most importantly, you know, it is wh wherever he goes, he has, you know, he has to be happy. For now, I think he, he's aiming at, at Miami because he would love to be here more permanently. But wherever his career takes him, you know, we will accept it the same way as we accepted all the past years, but um, with all the hope that um, we will be able to live very close mm, sooner than later. You guys, you guys do a lot of things together too. You guys, I believe you guys do like a yearly family trip, right? Yeah, we're preparing a trip to Montreal. In a week and a half, I can't believe it's in a week and a half. The whole family, including my mother, my nephews, my sisters, 
and uh, him. And uh, last year we were in Paris. It was only me with him and my sister who flew a weekend. But then years prior, and we have to skip the pandemic years, uh, we were all together in a, in a cruise uh, that started in Barcelona. So yeah, we, we tried to have fun together and we are for each other always. That's, that's, I think that's the most important thing uh, about our family, you know. Far or near, we're always for each other. I can, and I can definitely attest to that because I've, I've seen it, you know, I've, as, as I mentioned already in the show, I would go over often and we would hang out and we would, um, we met at the Academy of Martial Arts. Somehow he moved up the classes, right? He, I, I was already teaching, I was assisting um, sensei teaching classes and then somehow Andrew started showing up to help to teach. And then that's how we started the relationship and then we would, he, then he invited me over and we started doing, you know, playing Xbox, stuff like that, you know, ordering Domino's pizza. And then we graduated to cooking and we would cook for you. Oh my God, that was a treat. We would do, our, our signature dishes was pesto, a basil pesto pasta and the clams that, that we would do with, I think it was with parsley and white wine. Yeah. yeah, you're making me hungry. <laughs> so, the, and that stuck. That stuck. Whenever he would visit, we would we would do those dishes and and stuff like that. So, those. And are... then we had a good time when you used to uh, visit with us uh, at Thanksgiving dinner. You know, I hope that it will happen again at some point. But I understand that you have your family also that you need to to go to and uh, I know Daniela is in Texas and and it's different it's it's different when when we are spread out but uh, you know our table is always ready and available and inviting for you to come anytime thank you yeah I remember that when my parents um, moved to we're Peruvian but my parents live in Mexico when they moved to Mexico I remember um, I remember that I you invited me over every Thanksgiving you know, and, and that was the thing. And that was the thing for, for a while that when people would ask me, what do I do for Thanksgiving? I go over to my Tia Vivi's house for, yes. for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. As my sister's family in Texas grew, now you know, we have other plans here and there. But thank you. So just you know, before we wrap it up, I know you want to share some thoughts with the community. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. First, let me thank you for coming on the show. And again, for being the first show on Kiwi's Gain Stories, you know, helping me start this podcast. And um, so thank you again. Thank you. I'm going to pass it over to you. Thank you. Um, you know, sometimes communities grow and communities grow faster than maybe they're supposed to. And the sense of community loosens up a little bit. I think my message now with you here or anywhere else I can go and say the same thing would be, we're neighbors. This is a neat, tight community, or, or should be. And, and neighbors care about each other. And, and let's just make sure that in everything that we do throughout the key, um, we have that present. If we're on a chat, you know, just let's, let's say 
the name of the other person that you're engaging with so that instead of being a lot of text messages, it's hard because WhatsApp can be a powerful thing, but it doesn't have the emotion, you know? So let's put it in words that can transfer that emotion. If you want to say something to somebody, you know, say it utilizing their first name. You are interchanging ideas with a neighbor. And, um, and I think that concept needs to be applied all throughout so that we can be kind so, at all times, so that we can be nice, but most importantly, so that we can be friends, which is what a community is all about. And with that, my dear, I think this is what I wanted to say. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show and, and sharing your life with us and your story. Thank you, Ale, for having me. It's a joy to have seen you grow and uh, I foresee you growing so much more. And uh, I wish you the very best. Thank you.